Five Drive. Catch up. It's Post Malone and Doja Cat on the Five Drive Heritage Tour, driven by Suzuki. Been talking about the fact that we're inside the Clock Tower, which is an iconic part of the V&A waterfront. It's been here since, I think, like the 1880s, and it's got an exceptional history to it that has involved it being an office open to the public, a restaurant at some points, not open to the public. And obviously, over the course of the last two and plus years, uh, things have been very different as a result of COVID, but in this iconic building that we're sitting in right now, which is very special for me, earlier on, we were hanging out with Annika Kiana, who you're gonna hear on the show today. She's an artist who's from Cape Town, is on the 5FM playlist, and we brought her here to come and see the waterfront, learn a bit about this history, and this is her reaction to seeing the clock. This building's so beautiful. This one? Yeah. We're doing the radio show so from cool. inside here. I love it. It's so nice. Yeah, so this is this is the clock tower. Mm. So back in the day, um, the guy would position himself in there and then manually tell the boats as and when they could cross. Oh, flip. Yeah, Have now, you guys been in there before, like, to do it's, the broadcast? No, it's, like, impossible to get in there. I've tried. Oh. It's the first time we were able to get permission. Jeez, that's yeah. awesome. It is true of it. We had struggled in the past to get permission, but Darren Clark had helped us out, who's a clockmaker, uh, who spends, I imagine, a fair amount of time in here. Darren, thanks for joining us on the show. My pleasure. It's not something you hear of very often, people who do what you do. It's an interesting profession. Yeah, I love it. It's one of the reasons why I got into it. I was always sort of working with my hands. I met a guy who was doing it and bugged him for about nine years to teach me before he decided he would trained me and that's how it started many years ago. Tell me, uh, for people who would have absolutely no idea, including myself, a little bit of the history of this building that we're sitting in. So the building was originally built in 1880, I think they started. Um, they finished it in 1883. It was built for the harbour master. He used it as his offices. And then over the years it changed hands. So he was in the building for about 10 years. And then after that, um, it got occupied by a um, a major and then it went through a variety of people um, when the harbour master left he left his library upstairs and all his books so it then turned into a reading room where people could come read books and telephone booths public telephone booths and since then it's just been sort of a part of the vna that some people don't notice and some people do um, the room we're sitting in was his office called the mirror room and the mirrors were cast in so he could get a view of the whole harbour from standing in this room. So it gives you a 360 view of the harbour just from being in the room. And as somebody who does not only notice it, but has worked very intimately with this building, I mean, what is it that, that people should be taking note of? I mean, I imagine a lot of this is quite significant. Well, for me, obviously, being in my trade, the main thing is having these clocks all over the country, not only here. Old mechanical clocks that were brought in um, from the early 1800s onwards, and they're still running and functioning. It was a stage where somebody was taking all the mechanical clocks out the building and putting motors in to replace them. And all those motors aren't working anymore, but the clocks that are working and have been maintained still run and still operate from the early 1800s till now. And what are some of the things that you would hope to see here? I know that there is a bit of a move to try get more tourists wanting to come and see, and this is obviously something you're trying to get involved with, and it depends on a number of things, but that's, that is what you'd like to see happen more here. Well, yeah, I find it a bit of a, a shame in a way that the building doesn't get the public getting to see it and notice it but then in another way it's also protecting it from being damaged and destroyed so that's quite a big part of it you know making sure the building is actually 
looked after and taken care of properly. If the public were just allowed in and out, I wouldn't know who, how you would control that. Sure, <laughs> fair enough. And we are inside an incredibly beautiful building that has been restored to look how it did look all of those years ago in the 1880s. A remarkable feat of architecture, a brilliant and beautiful thing that we're very proud to have in Cape Town and an incredible view of the entire waterfront from here. We can see the bridge, we can see the waterside, we can see the mountains, we can see Table Mountain. It's awesome to be here and it, it, this is a great privilege. So thank you very much for helping us be a part of that. No, it's a pleasure. Five Drive Heritage Tour driven by Suzuki. We're filming this too. You've got to look at pictures. It's an incredible space to see. And, uh, what we're doing today is exploring our South African roots with the Five Drive Heritage Tour driven by Suzuki. And we started off bright and early with our Espresso family at uh, in Hart Bay, at a place where they've been making fish and chips since this woman, now in her 70s, was five years old. She told us she was quite literally born around the corner. And uh, somebody's story like this, somebody who's just been generations in the making, is somebody who knows how to do it better than anybody else. So we got to chat to her and find out a little bit more about what they're doing in Simon's Town. You know, fish and chips when it comes properly inside a newspaper, that sort of a thing. Najma, and uh, how, where, where are we right now? This is Fish on the Rocks. We started here, my mom started here in 1968. Um, uh, I was 11 years old. And she was here for 20 years and then we bought it from her, my husband and I, um, in 1988. So we've been here ever since. Everybody says that this is one of the best places anywhere to get fish and chips. Why? I think the setting has a lot to do with it. We have a fantastic view of Chapman's Peak. We have the bay around us here. The seagulls, and I think the whole atmosphere here makes the fish and chips, I think. It's not just the recipe, <laughs> but it's all uh, the, the, the package that it comes with. And the secret recipe is? Our love that goes in the food. <laughs> Tell me, how does this all work? Do, 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 do the fish come in fresh every day, or do you order them from far away? How does it all, where does everything come from? How does it work? Fishing has changed over the years. Years ago, we would say that the fish came straight from the harbour. Yes, that was true. But it has changed over the years because um, uh, the whole industry has changed. Uh, it's now trawled and um, it's brought in in large numbers. And also the volumes that we sell, we cannot uh, buy every day. So we uh, buy in tons of fish and it's frozen. It's frozen at sea and um, then we just sell it, yeah. What are some of the favorite things on the menu here? Hake's always the favorite, but the snook is also, I would say, the second, uh, running second, as it is uh, the local fish and a very Cape tradition to have snook here. And do you hope that your daughter or your, your children will continue after you? Hopefully my two daughters are very sort of in the art uh, creative area. My son is the, in the business, not in this business, he's running his own business. And hopefully one day when he's mature enough to take over this, you know, it's a, it's, it's a good learning for him out there to learn to run his own business and struggle before he takes over a successful business yes. like this. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. That's great. Thank you so much. From the mouth of the woman who's been making fish and chips since she was born. She started working there when she was five years old, well, just helping out, and then took over the business after her father and hopes it goes to her kids one day. Apparently, some of the best fish and chips anywhere in South Africa. 
catch up from some of the best moments from the Five Drive team by going to 5FM's catch up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.